recorded live in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Trivial Warfare. More than just a pub quiz, Trivial Warfare is your gateway to a worldwide trivia community. Join your hosts, Jonathan. We just described Ric Flair as the Neanderthal <laughs> man in Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Chris. Yo, we going down to Sesame Street. That's, that's, that's your impression of hardcore rap? No. <laughs> Carmella. That would irritate the hell out of me. I'm like, I just want my groceries. <laughs> <laughs> my ice cream is melting. <laughs> ben. ben. Four halogens in that list. It was, oh, my God. You were like, it's not the halogens. I'm like, no, Ben, no. Those damn halogens got me again. <laughs> and the rest of the Trivial Warfare Army for another week of fun and games. Now here's your host, Jonathan Oaks. Welcome back to another episode of Trivial Warfare. We are the podcast that takes the pub quiz out of the pub and brings it home to you. My name is Jonathan, and I am here today with my man, Ben. Hello, Ben. Good afternoon. Ben, yes. annually, yes. we have started doing something mm-hmm. that is literally always, both times we've done it so far, has been one of my top two or three favorite episodes each year. Wow, that's it, awesome. It is that time of year again. Mm-hmm. We are now embarking on a recording of our 2019 Black History Month episode. Oh, I'm so excited. Dude, I'm, I'm pumped. So I love these episodes. Yep. And not only... Am I excited about just the episode? But last year's champions are returning. Oh. Cantad and Jennifer are here with us. Cantad and Jennifer, hello. Hey. Hey, how you doing? Welcome back. We we loved you so much the first time. <laughs> I was just listening to it again, mm-hmm. like earlier this week. Uh-huh. And uh, I was listening to Cantad sing, and it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, no. oh so good. Uh, and we're joined by a new team, some new challengers. Oh. We have Kenya Hitchens and Greg Johnson teaming up today. Hi, Kenya. Hi, Greg. Hey. hey. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. I want to get to know all of you better. So we will start with Kenya. Kenya, tell us where you're from, what you do, and tell us something fun about yourself. Okay. Um, I live in St. Louis, Missouri. I'm originally from New Orleans, Louisiana, born and raised. I know no accent. It's okay. I work in medical administration, which is a little detour off of my career path for now, but it's all good. Um, And something fun about myself, I am actually um, a member of American Menza, which I'm hoping will come back to bite me in the butt at the end of this quiz by putting that out there. (laughs) You just intimidated everybody else, though. Everybody else on the screen is like, oh, oh, it's like that. <laughs> Very cool. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Jennifer, your turn. Remind everybody where you're from, what you do, and tell us something fun about yourself. Well, as I mentioned last year, I am originally from Chicago. I currently live in Wichita, Kansas. Go, Wichita! Place. Well, it's born, it's place on Earth. Oh, we love Wichita <laughs> here at Trivial Warfare. We have great listeners there. You know, I, I like it here. It's it's good. Uh, <laughs> I will mention one thing 
Um, y'all might notice me moving my glasses back and forth up, and mm-hmm. that's because this year I had um, cataract surgery. Oh, so I can see without my glasses, but I can't. But um, I still need reading glasses, so don't think that I'm being weird. So there gotcha. you go, man. That I bet that's a blessing, though. What a what a great thing to get rid of cataracts. Actually, it kind of backfired on me oh, because they they put the lenses in that allow me to see far away now. Yeah. But I'm so used to everything being up close, so I can't enjoy some of my normal activities like reading and stuff like you. that. That's interesting. Catch 22. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Exactly. All right, Greg Johnson, you're joining us for the first time. Tell everybody where you're from, what you do, and something fun about yourself. So I am from Aiken, South Carolina, um, originally also from New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, I am a software developer and Something interesting about myself, I think it's interesting, but I guess maybe not everybody. I've been a big fan of professional wrestling for over 25 years now. So it's it's been quite a bit of my life for the last you know couple of decades. So I find wrestling interesting. So that's the interesting part about me. So your profile picture literally has the WrestleMania background in the background. So you were in the New you went to New Orleans for WrestleMania like last year or the year before? Yes, I went. I guess it was uh, just the most the most recent WrestleMania. I was able to drive down to New Orleans. It was a you know best of both worlds. Maybe just go back to my birthplace, get some food, and also see some fine professional wrestling. That is fabulous, man! I want to go to New Orleans to eat. I, if I wasn't so fat, I'd have an eating vacation where I just traveled different places to eat. Road trip, baby. Road Chicago trip. and New Orleans are on that list. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Definitely. All right. Last but not least, Mr. Concock. 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 Hey, leave Adrian Brody alone. <laughs> Concod Svensgard. What's up, my man? Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? Great. I am good. Remind us where you're from, what you do, and tell us something fun about yourself. Uh, well, I am originally from Oakland, California. Missed the Bay Area. Haven't been back in a while. Uh, I've lived for the last 20 odd years in New York, Brooklyn, New York. And I am during the day an IT uh, technician. And I uh, like to do various different things. I'm married to uh, my wife, Gloria. I like to uh, hang out. I like to do comedy. I like video games. Love it. I got to tell you, man, I was disappointed earlier this year when I visited New York City and you didn't come see me. I'm just saying. I was in your town. You didn't come. But that's fine. Uh, that's fine. That's cool. I, I think I must have been meeting with uh, the president or something at the time. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Oh, looking forward. You're going to be in uh, you're going to be in Vegas in March. I definitely am going to be there. Love I it. cannot wait. Awesome. Um, Looking forward to it. We're going to get to hang out. It'll be good. All right, Ben. All it's right. our Black History Month episode. You're large and in charge. Yep. I'm taking a back seat. Take it away. Thanks. All right, so we're going to start with a uh, warm it up Chris question. It's time to warm it up. A trivial warfare today. And there's only one person who can warm it up for the TWA. And that's Chris. And sometimes Jonathan. So today, I'm telling you, I've been looking forward. First of all, I've just been looking forward to this episode for a long time, particularly this warm it up, Chris. All right. So 
Jonathan, you actually could participate in this. Oh, good. So what I did was I was flipping through my yearbook. This would be my 10th grade yearbook. And I was looking at all of the very interesting names of a lot of my classmates as I went to a predominantly black high school. And so I actually wrote down 20 names of some of my classmates from the class of 1993, four and five. And I want you to tell me, as I read you their first name, does this name have a tie to either an etymological root, right? So does does the name derive from something etymological or does it reference something in history or was it completely made up by their mama? All right. <laughs> <laughs> is it a reference or is it right. made up? That's right. So is it is it a reference or is it made up? And uh, we're going to start with Jonathan. Oh, great. All right. Jonathan, yes. you get Aquivia, and it is spelled A-Q-U-E-V-E-A. Aquivia. I mean, like, like there's things called aquifers. It, it's related to water. I'm going to say it's based on something real. Uh, her mama made it up. Oh, man. <laughs> Completely made up. All right. Bad start, Jonathan. Bad yeah, start. Yeah, I know. All right. Uh, I think I'm going to save the ladies for last. So, Greg, you're next. Your right. name is Kressel. C-H-R-E-S-A-L. I'm going to say made up. Uh, his mama made that up. Nice. Oh. <laughs> uh, and the fun fact about Kressel, Kressel actually, and I, I'm from Mobile County, Mobile, Alabama. Y'all from New Orleans know exactly where that is. And uh, Kressel actually became the first African-American superintendent of the public school system in Mobile County. So he is quite famous there. Oh. All right. Kantad, your name is Davaris. D-A-V-A-R-U-S. Davaris. Hmm. I'm going to say that Davaris is also made up. Davaris is made up. Good there job. There you go. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Use the alphabetical order. I'm trying to spoil the game theory. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Jennifer, your name is Dejazmach. D E J A Z M A C H. Man. Man. I'm going to say that's real. Dejazmach is Ethiopian for commander of the gate. Really? Absolutely. Wow. I thought I thought it was written. I thought that was named by somebody who was a D Jazz fan. <laughs> that's a what fan, I was thinking. A fan of D Jazz. <laughs> yes, that's what, exactly what I was thinking. Especially with the New Orleans. Style. It was a oh Jamaican God, jazz out. fan. They like D Jazz. <laughs> Not D Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kenya. Your name is Fatima. F A T E M A. That's uh, that's real. That's a basis, and that's got a root. Like I think Ethiopian or something. Fatima is Arabic for captivating. Definitely. All right, Jonathan. Your name is Jacinda. J a c i n d a. That's real. That that's got a basis. All right. Uh, it is Spanish for hyacinth. Yes. Oh, really? For okay, cool. Absolutely. For a plant, a, a flower. Yep. Absolutely. All right, Greg. Your name is Jashana. J A S H A N N A. Hmm. Feels like I- I'll say that's made up. Jashana means celebration. It oh. is real. All right. Was that the first miss? No, I missed the first one. Aquivius. Uh. Yep. All right. Kantad, your name is Jokshan. 
J O K S H A N. Uh, first, I just want to say how much I appreciate this warming up, Chris, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Being named Contad, and my middle name is Hoopachu. Mm. And my last name is Svensgard. So look at you know. Kenya. Look at Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm She's really like, enjoying it. So Hoopachu, not to be confused with some jobber named Hooventu. No, 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 no. It's more like a question. It's like who put you in charge? <laughs> yes. My brain immediately thought Pikachu, and then I couldn't shake yes. that. And it just... Yes. Oh. Oh. Uh, so. So oh, I, okay. I I appreciate the jokes oh, and good. I have heard them all. I think <laughs> yeah, no, Kantad didn't laugh at all. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Jock Jock, pronounce that again. Jockashan. Jockashan. J O K S H A N. Jockashan. I'm gonna say that is made up. Jockashan is a biblical character. Really? Oh. Huh. So. Abraham in the Bible, after Sarah died, he married another woman named Keturah mm-hmm. when he was 140 years old, and he had six children with her, and Jock Sean was one of his sons. I thought some dude named Sean wanted his kid to be a jock, just so like, he just called him Jock Sean. <laughs> All right. Jennifer, your name is Kennard. K-E-N-N-A-R-D. I thought she was saying Ken, Ken Todd. I was like, well, that's real. <laughs> <laughs> it's a test. Thank you. Um, I'm going to say that's made up. Uh, Kennard is an old English name that means royal protector. Oh. All right. Kenya, your name is Liego. L-I-E-G-O. <laughs> I'm going to guess it's real. Uh, Liego comes from his mama who made it up. Oh, back on it. You know, it's funny, though. It did appear in advertising campaigns. What? Liego, my ego. <laughs> <laughs> Look at them all shaking their head at me. So bad. <laughs> so corny. I, just, I, re- I regret letting you involve, be involved in this. <laughs> all right. Dad joke. All right. Jonathan, yours is Lunathia. Oh, yes. L-U-N-A-T-H-I-A. I mean, there's a Luna kind of base to it, but I think I think Mama made it up. Mama did make it up. Yes, I got one. All right, Greg, yours is Malika. M A L I K A. I'll say that's real. Uh, Malika is Arabic, meaning queen. Ooh, what a nice name. It's pretty. Oh, yeah. Kantad, your name is Norvi. N O R V I E. Norvi. I'm gonna go with made up. Mama made it up. Good job. Now, Ben, All right. Ben, let's have a moment here. Did y'all pick on Norvi? Mm-mm. Really? Because that's a name right there. That that seems like ripe for being picked on. Norvi was a very attractive female, so no, she didn't get picked on much, oh, especially by the guys. Never got picked on. I don't know. Hit on. Hit on, maybe. Never picked on. Yes. All right. So, Jennifer, your name is Shaniqua. Uh, got me. That could go either way. <laughs> um, I'm going to say it's made up. Shaniqua means God is gracious. It's real. Okay, really? Yep. <laughs> so, Kanta was singing a song called Shaniqua. This name was actually the inspiration for this. Originally, I was going to do a warm it up, Chris, around uh, names, ghetto female names found in songs. But there are far too many of those to make it to an intelligent woman or Chris question. So we switched to this wow. instead. There's a Shekinah. I know that's a 
That's a, a whole worship he- movement. It's a Hebrew name. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kenya, yours is Shunovia. S H U N O V I A. I feel so lost. Um. <laughs> This is, yes, this is not probably one of your American Minster test questions. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I'm going to guess that's real. Shinovia comes from her mom who made it up. Oh. <laughs> oh All right. Last round. Okay. Jonathan, okay. you get Tanganyika. I mean, Tangiers is the name of a city. Made it up. Tanganyika is a lake in Central Africa. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh Greg, you get Toki. T O K I E. Toki and Noah V were good friends. I think so, actually. She was also a very attractive female, so probably. <laughs> I'll say that's real. Toki is Japanese for filled with hope. Nice. All right. Kantad, you get Twala. T W A L L A. I'm gonna say that that is based on reality. Chwala comes from the Greek root her mom because she made that. <laughs> so Chwala actually, I was actually good friends with Chwala and she had an older sister named Sharmila, which is also made up. I went to, uh, <laughs> I worked with a Sharmila. Oh, you, you said Sharmila, Sharmila, same thing. I didn't include Sharmila because I figured that it was close enough to be a derivative of Carmela, so I left it out. Or Charlemagne. Well, this was an S. It started with an S. And? Well, whatever. It was close enough to leave out. There so, you go. There you go. So, Jennifer, you get Tywind. T-Y-W-U-N-D. That sounds made up, but I'm going to say it's real. Tywind is made up. Oh, it sounded made up because it <laughs> <Of course>. was. <laughs> That's right. Good logic there. Yep. All right. And last one, Kenya, you get Yakania. Y-U-A-C-A-N-I-A. Yeah. Let's see. You... Eucania. Uh, I'm I'm going to say it's real. Eucania is made up. <laughs> uh, it sounds like the name of a ship that got sunk in World War II. It does, doesn't it? It's like USS right. Eucania. Like, <laughs> like Yukon or maybe like a Mexican route. Right? Or just, I just, yeah. Oh, uh. By yeah. the way, can I tell you guys something real quick? Yeah. yeah. Has to do with this round in Menza. So um, I went to high well, all through elementary and high school with some girls with some different names, and one of them was a girl named Ijuhavna. So I, you know, you don't forget a name like that. So years later, I am at a Menza annual gathering in Fort Worth, Texas, and I meet a woman named Tayam, and we get to talking, and turns out she's from New Orleans. Oh, great! I'm from New Orleans. We grew up in the same neighborhood. It's pretty cool. Uh, she's a couple years older than me, so she's like, "Well, we probably didn't go, to, you know, to school together, <laughs> different grades." She goes, "But you're about the same age as my sister." I said, "What's your sister's name?" She said, "Ijuhavna." <laughs> wow! <laughs> like wow, this is a small world. It sure is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No way. There's two people with that name. There's no way. <laughs> Funny. Awesome. All right. So our teams today are going to be Jennifer and Kantad, our reigning champions, versus newcomers Kenya and Greg. And it is time to play the game. Players. Oh yeah. You know what time it is? This is Mister Warm It Up himself cordially inviting you to the game this is six rounds of trivia yumminess three questions per round every right answer will get you 10 points 
In the middle, we'll take a pause for the cause and ask a midpoint question worth up to 20 juicy points. After round six, you can wager any or all of those points that you've been building up and take a shot at the final round. It's a series of theme-based questions that we get to call the gauntlet. It's just that easy, baby. But this game ain't going to play itself, players. Let's get it on. Round one, question one is in Chappelle Show. Chappelle Show. Your question is simply, what did the five fingers say to the face? We'll lock in. Lock in. Okay, Jennifer, mm-hmm. my, my friend, if, I, if memory serves me, this is the, the famous Rick James sketch. And I don't remember 100%, but I think it said slap, which would make sense. Right? You know, I did not watch the Chappelle show, so I can't help you with this one. But All right. it makes sense. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that's the joke. I'm pretty sure I remember that, but it's, it's just a little vague, so I'm not a 100% thunder on that one. But uh, we'll go, uh, we'll lock it in, I guess. We'll lock in slap. All right. And we said slap too. Yeah. What did a five finger say to the face? (laughs) Slap. (laughs) Go blooded. Quick answer is slap. (laughs) Easiest 10 points I've ever written down right there. I figure we'll ease into the game. Right. All right. Right. Round one, question two. Your category is cheering. (laughs) What? Cheering. C H I R R E N. Cheering. All right. What is the name of Barack Obama's youngest daughter? You want to lock, lock in, uh, Jennifer? Yeah, we can lock in. All right, we're locked in. Okay, so they're locked in, so we can talk. Her her name is uh, Natasha, but she goes by Sasha. They call her Sasha, but her name's Natasha. Okay, we we can go for the official name. Okay, lock it in. Okay. Yeah, we went with the other one. I, I'm not sure which one is the younger one. So we went Malia. Well, Malia is actually 19 years old. Sasha's 17. So Sasha is the correct answer. Ah. I will accept either Natasha or Sasha. Those are both her names. So I got a little Woo-hoo. mixed up myself. Yeah, you did. Yeah. No, no, I, knew a little was, mixed up. I knew it was like a Mullah kind of name. But the first name that popped into my head was Maleficent. Yeah, that's, uh, that's totally not her name. I'm like, Mal, Mala. No, no, that's not right. Yeah, no, that's totally not right. Thanks for sharing that, though. Ain't no problem. Your last question around is in literature. Literature. And we're going to stay in the Obama family. Uh, What is the title of Michelle Obama's best selling 2018 memoir? My mom's going to kill me. (laughs) My mom bought this book. She showed me the book. She said, you should buy this book. This book is excellent. This book is wonderful. I'm know, looking at the book. I know. I can. Well, don't look I at the book. That'd be book. cheating. <laughs> no, just like in my mind, it's blue. I, I can tell it's blue. I, 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 don't, don't worry. I, I know it for sure. I, I have a 100%. I, oh. She forgot she had a teammate. The answer is like, she's like the answer has literally been sitting there for like three minutes. I'm for Benson. I don't need any help. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> no problem. Sorry for that. I'm just I'm sitting here tearing my hair out hair out and Greg is just like 
<laughs> okay, you guys are locked in? No, no, they're no. not locked in. No. Well, then right, we we can lock in. Locked in. All right, they're locked in. Okay, Contad and Jennifer. So, Jennifer, you got any recollection? I, I've seen it before, but I, I just can't think of the name myself. I believe it's Becoming. Becoming what? That, or That's all I can think of is Becoming Michelle. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? That's better than anything I can think of right now. Because I'm, uh, I no, I just don't know. So let's just go with that. Becoming Michelle sounds good. <laughs> so you're locking in with becoming Michelle, uh, Greg and Kenya. Uh, so I actually had um, so my mom ordered this on a on Amazon, and she has some issues with it being delivered. And I remember having discussions with her about her. She was venting frustration about the book becoming not arriving and i think we, we, we locked in with just becoming oh all right correct answer is becoming oh man oh. <laughs> sorry guys so close. Yeah, so it, close. it's funny that amazon would have a problem with that because the book becoming soon it'll, it'll be coming wow. it'll be coming it'll be coming no i thought it that joke thought it'd be coming be no, it'd be coming too but it ain't coming <laughs> yeah michelle is stunning on the cover of that book by the way She's absolutely stunning all right, score check. Score check after the first round. 30 to 10, Greg and Kenya are in the lead. Ooh. All right, that is the end of the first round. And before we go on to round number two, I'm going to let you know that today's show is sponsored by HelloFresh. We are proud to be going into our third year of advertising with HelloFresh. They're a great company, and it's a great partnership. You guys know what HelloFresh is. It is a meal kit delivery service. They bring a box of food right to your door as many times as you want. They shop, they plan, they get it right to you. They pre-measure their ingredients. All you have to do is cook it, eat it, and you're going to enjoy it. You get simple recipes, right? They're seasonal. They're always changing. You're getting to try new stuff. And I'm telling you, it makes it so easy when you know it's pre-measured and pre-packaged. You can get it all done in 30 minutes. You can use HelloFresh to get out of that rut. You know, when you're kind of baking the same three things every week and everybody likes it, but they're kind of tired of it. HelloFresh is a great way to break out of that and start cooking outside of your comfort zone until you realize that your comfort zone has been holding you back and you can do it. You can discover new recipes. You can make delicious food. You can make conquering your kitchen a reality in 2019 with deliciously simple recipes. Speaking of simple recipes, I tell you, I was never a meatloaf fan until I started getting HelloFresh. I did one they called Meatloaf a la Mom. And now it had uh, roasted carrots and potatoes, which were great sides. But the star of the show was the meatloaf. It's, uh, it was a thick cut. It was brushed. You had a kind of a ketchup glaze. And uh, there was a herby thyme gravy on it. And I'm telling you, it's just, it's exciting because as somebody who never cooked, as somebody who kind of felt like they couldn't cook, it's not hard. And it made me realize that I can cook and I can make things like meatloaf that are delicious. And you can make things like meatloaf that are delicious too. 
you can take advantage of HelloFresh's special offer for 2019 right now. You can get $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com forward slash TWA80 and entering the promo code TWA80. Special offer for 2019. You can get $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com forward slash TWA80 and entering promo code TWA80. Now is the time to give it a try. You won't regret it. All right, let's get back to the, let's get started with the second round of today's game. Second round, first question is in wrestling. Oh, you. I may not be no help on this one. All right. That's so, two of us. Here's a biography. I was an All-American nose guard at Florida State early in Bobby Bowden's career and later became the first recognized black wrestler to become the world heavyweight champion. Who am I? We might be locked in. <laughs> we're locked in. We're locked in. All right. Greg says we're locked in. Uh, <sighs> I have no clue. Yeah. Wrestling is not my, uh, my forte. Nor is wrestling. No name of any African American wrestlers besides The Rock. Uh, junkyard Dog. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I I have no idea. I I'm ashamed of myself. I can't think of any obvious names. None are jumping out at me. Bet my grandmother would know. She loved wrestling. No, so would my grandmother. The grandmas have good taste. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Wanna just go got, with junkyard dog? <laughs> yeah, let's I don't think he was a champion, but I I could be wrong. Let's let's go with uh junkyard dog. All right. Greg and Kenya? I believe he beat Vader in ninety two to win the title. Uh we're talking about uh, Ron Simmons. Correct answer is Damn Damn Ron Simmons. <laughs> Ron Simmons is the, the one that says damn. He is the yep, one that, says, the one that, that. says damn. Yeah, yes. I should have known the answer to that one. <laughs> what did y'all say that? <laughs> <laughs> yep, he's the guy. All right. Your last question around your category is, girl, that's my song. So I'm going to read you some song lyrics, all right? And I want you to give me the name of the song. Are you going to murder a hit? Uh, no, I can't murder this one. Oh. It's, 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 it's too difficult. Oh. All right, so. Name this 1997 song, which snagged number one on the R&B chart as well as a Grammy win. Okay, here's her lyrics. If we were made in his image, then call us by our names. Most intellects do not believe in God, but they fear us just the same. It sounds so familiar. Okay, uh, we're locked in. All right. The name of the artist or the song? The song. The song, I, it sounds so familiar to me, and I this is going to be one of those when I hear it, I'm going to be upset at myself. I, I'm picturing Lauren Hill singing one of her songs, and it sounds kind of, kind of like a Lauren Hill song to me. Or conversely, it sounds like it could be like a Michael Jackson song. <laughs> two different, two different musical acts, that's for sure. When did Erica Baku? Uh, can't say her last name. When did she come out? I mean, when did Erica Badu? Uh, yeah, Badu. Thank you. The 90s, but I, I'm not sure when. But she reminds me of the 90s. It sounds like one of her songs. Um, 
but I can't think of the name of it. Um, I hate when I got something in the back of my brain and I can't pull it out. Come on, come on. Oh, that sounds so familiar. Dang it. I hate song lyrics. Um, <laughs> well, because I can't, you know, you hear the song, but you. Yeah. Oh, uh, on and on. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is it on and on by Erica Badu? I I have a completely different uh, okay idea, which could be wrong. When did when did Kanye come out? Because now I'm thinking of that song, uh, Jesus Walks. Uh, that didn't come out till the later two thousands. All right, then I'm because um, I lived. I'm pretty sure we was in Wichita for several years before that came out. Because we moved here in like 95. And I, Kanye definitely wasn't out then. Yeah, then I, I'm not sure at all. So we'll go with on and on? Sure. Let's, okay. let's go with it. Lock in. Oh. On and on. On and on. Erica Badu. All right. Locked in. Greg and Kenya? All I'm going to say is this, that if this answer is correct, then I'm going to reference a recent show where it's like, this is the part of the show where the brain stops working and (laughs) (laughs) and the answers start mysteriously appearing from the other end. Because how in the world did y'all pull that out? If that's right, I owe that to my son because he loves Erica Badu. Well, uh, we hope it's right because that's what we said as well. We said wow. on and on. Ooh. <laughs> All right. If we were made in his image, then call us by our names. Okay. Most intellects do not believe in God, but they fear us just the same. Oh, on and on, on then and on, and on and on. On and on. That's the correct answer. Oh, girl, girl, Let me tell it. you. <laughs> I cannot tell you how challenging it is to read those lyrics. Without in the cadence, cadence without giving the cadence of the song that's very hard that's why I didn't want to try to murder it because yeah. I was afraid I would give the cadence I honestly it. think with lyrics questions like three notes from the song would be easier to come up with the answer than ten lyrics you know what yep, I mean yep, yep. yeah I agree you named that tune <laughs> Jennifer thank you so much because I, I was I was actually I was going my to son comment. was just <laughs> listening to that song last week. Oh, that's the oh, only reason why it came to my mind. <laughs> I thought Kanta was going to pull you away again, like he did <laughs> with Martin Luther King Jr.'s name. John instead of Michael. <laughs> I thought he was going to pull you away again. <laughs> he bring it up, old. Oh, <laughs> All right, score check. <laughs> oh, I'm t- wait. That was only the second question, wasn't it? Uh, oh, I skipped a question. Holy crap. Thank you. I, sk- I totally oh, I skipped got them written down, dude. I totally skipped one. <laughs> so your third question around, that's supposed to be your first question around, is in Disney. Oh. Loretta Devine voices Hallie on the TV show Doc McStuffins. Hallie is a stuffed version of what animal? I'm locked in. <laughs> You're not playing. Well, I'm locked in on this one. Oh, okay, all right. Okay, I'm just gonna say out loud what I'm thinking. Disney is what I just typed. Disney is not my jam. <laughs> like I know who Loretta Devine is. I know who Halle Berry is. I have no idea what this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the wrong Halle there. <laughs> uh, that, that's the only Halle I know. That's the only Halle I recognize. <laughs> I think we're locked in. All right. So, Kenya Gray, you can talk this one out. 
Okay. All right. <laughs> so, so given who Loretta Devine is, like her personality, she is kind of the stereotypical, like sassy black woman. And so I'm thinking it's going to be some kind of animal that, you know, has that personality, maybe like an elephant, a, a zebra, not a zebra, um, an elephant, a hippo. A, um, and I'm not, and I'm just trying to think of like what could, you know, because I'm thinking stuffed animals. So something that's going to be bigger as opposed to a little skinny little animal. And then maybe something that's got like mad personality. Like, I, but I'm pulling at straws. I have never seen this show. I'm just thinking something with attitude. Cats have attitude. Um, <laughs> I know mine does. They do. They do. I, it's really a stab in the dark. Do you have any familiarity with the show at all? None. <laughs> okay. So given that I just saw my cat walk across, I'm going to take that as an omen. I would venture cat. <laughs> that works. That works for me. <laughs> We're locking in with cat to end our misery. Final answer. Kantad <laughs> and Jennifer. Well, Jennifer, you can uh, go ahead and give this one because I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> young people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if any of y'all got kids, but I do have a three-year-old grandson, and so I have watched this show with him. And she, if I remember correctly, she is a hippopotamus. So right. we locked in with hippo. All right. So, Kenya, your initial logic was great for not having so seen the show. So good. You so close. Uh, Hallie. And his, and you didn't see my face when she said hippo. Oh, I, was yeah. like, I know. I know. <laughs> so if it's Disney. She had you sweating. Anytime you get Disney. <laughs> Alliteration is the way to go if you're going to guess. Yep. She is Hallie the Hippo. Uh, and you were right. I mean, sassy black woman. Absolutely. Yes. She's a, she is the nurse. She was right on it when she said big personality and she said elephant and hippo. Yeah. And hippos, because like, hippos are definitely dangerous. <laughs> uh, should have stuck with my first mind on it, but oh well. It, it was a total guess. We've, we've never seen this, so oh well. <laughs> All right, at the end of the second round, it is 50 to 30. Greg and Kenya have maintained their lead. All right, your third round begins with a question with a category of, that's just my baby daddy. <laughs> you gave that some rhythm. That sounded like a chorus. Well, that's a, that's a song. Yeah, it is. Oh, it is a chorus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, never mind. I didn't know. <laughs> I just had to put a little bit of ratchet in that song, okay? So, the music video for B-Rock's song, My Baby Daddy, opens with what repetitively named comedian wearing a shower cap and eating chips while watching the Tricky Lake show. <laughs> I, wow. Everybody's so quiet. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> we all got our thinking on caps on and um, trying desperately not to resort to the bag of nothing. <laughs> I thought it was a jar or nothing. <laughs> yeah, we upgraded to a jar. Chris is suing for copyright infringement. <laughs> you know it's no good when somebody uses punctuation in the middle of a two-word sentence. Two-word sentences aren't supposed to have a period in the middle yeah, of Yeah, no, that's not a good <laughs> that's sign. Just, that's a bad open. Mm -hmm. All right. I think we can lock in. Okay. She's looking at you like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those locking in with about 30% confidence. All right. So, yeah. Kantad and Jennifer. I 
am not familiar with this whatsoever anyway. Haven't seen it. It seems like I should be familiar with a repetitively named comedian, though. You would think. But that's not coming to me. Jennifer, nothing? Please. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, Now, it sounds like it's probably something, maybe it's something made up because it's, uh, you know, the Tricky Lake. I mean, that's that's a made up name based on a real name. So maybe it's a made up name that's repetitive. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, no. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying either. Do you see the punctuation <laughs> in my <laughs> I, yeah. I have no clue. Uh, so we might as well make something up. Big bag or nothing? <laughs> Canadian big yeah. bacon. How about that? <laughs> so, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Bacon Bacon. Bacon Bacon. Bacon Bacon. Shaking Bacon. I don't know. Shaking Bacon. That's we'll go. Bacon Bacon. It's evolving. All right. Shaking Bacon. All right. His name hungry. just keeps getting Greg. longer and longer. Greg and Kenya. So the the only repetitive name comedian I could think of was Bruce Bruce. I'm not sure if that's <laughs> too early. Can Todd's but... face? Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, we we locked in with Bruce Bruce. <laughs> All right, correct answer is Bruce Bruce. Nice job. <laughs> so homework for all of you: you need to watch this music video. It's incredible. It's just it's your classic like Miami bass music party. It's just your classic video. He's talking on the phone with his girl. He hears a dude in the background. He keeps asking her, who that is at your house? You're like, that's just my baby daddy. And that's that's the whole premise <laughs> of the song. And Bruce Bruce at the end, at the end of the video, was like, yeah, you know, us men could be slick too. My ex-girlfriend paying me child support. We ain't got no kids. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it's hilarious. So funny. Kantaz uh, mad because he's done comedy. He's like, ah, <laughs> that's my wheelhouse. <laughs> And I, I've heard of Bruce Bruce. I should have remembered mm-hmm. Bruce Bruce. I, I'm hurt, hurt. <laughs> I tell you oh. what, if you eat some bacon, bacon, you'll feel better. <laughs> that's true. I'm telling you, I think you I'm hurt, hurt. That's him. leading. That's in the lead for the show title. Hurt, hurt, I'm hurt, hurt. Heart attack, heart attack. <laughs> 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 All right. So your second question around is in TV. What South African comedian has been the host of Comedy Central's The Daily Show since 2015? We can lock that one in. Yeah. You guys maybe want a three, two, one it? Ooh. Ooh. I mean, I'm down. Okay. Three, two, one. Trevor, Trevor Noah. Noah. Dude, yes. that was so slow, but okay. Great yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, answer, Trevor Noah. Good one. job. <laughs> <laughs> she's like Trevor No, and he's like Trevor Trevor Noah <laughs> Trevor Trevor Noah Noah That's Bruce right. Bruce 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 Bacon Bacon, bacon. <laughs> just just a repetitive uh, round today I like it alright your last question for the midpoint is in aviation aviation Bessie Coleman became the first black woman to receive a pilot's license, which she obtained in what country? Hmm. So I thought the question was going to be Bessie Coleman and I got happy. And then I realized it wasn't. Oh, well. 
You know, I work in aviation, right? <laughs> I did. No pressure, a black woman working in aviation. <laughs> a black woman who was in aviation. Four founders <laughs> <laughs> represent. Um, Kansas seems like a good place to have like a lot of aviation stuff going on. Wind. Well, wind, and it's nice and flat, man. Mm-hmm. Just easy to land. Call it air capital. There you go. All right, we're locked in. All right, so Jennifer and Kantal, y'all can talk it out. So I'm looking at Kantal's face and the lack of chatter on their <laughs> on their Facebook chat. <laughs> it's like, I'm out. <laughs> I, uh, I've heard of Bessie Coleman. I have to. Haven't heard of where she learned how to fly. Did she, what was the, didn't she also have some other accomplishment, like first to fly the English Channel or something like that uh, for, for first, Afri- uh, first African-American? Is she African-American? I, I don't even know. Dang it. I, I'm, this is not my day. She was one of the Golden Girls, <laughs> obviously. Obviously. But I feel like if it was... United States, that would be too easy and obvious. No, it had to be somewhere outside of the United States. That, that I'm pretty sure. Bro. I don't think she would have been given that opportunity here. So my instinct, my first instinct was something, you know, either France or the UK, like somewhere in Europe. Um, Actually, that, I was thinking France. I was yeah. thinking France also. Um, well, then, if we were both kind of thinking it, let's go with France. France, locked in. Locked in. All right. Okay. Yeah, the first country that came to mind when I heard the question was France. And um, and I can't pinpoint to the exact, like, I, I can't, I don't have an argument for it. It's just the first country that came to mind. And I think there's some reason why I'm associating France with her. So we went with France. Uh, correct answer is France. Woo-hoo. Nice job. Both teams got it right. <laughs> so I have asked wow. a question about Bessie Coleman on the show before. So she was the first African-American to obtain it, but she also is of Native American descent. And so when I asked the question, uh-huh. I said, who was the first woman of Native American descent? Mm-hmm. Because she fits both of those criteria. At the end of the third round, Greg and Kenya are having a great game. They've only missed one question. They have 80 points. Ooh. Kantan and Jennifer are right behind them. They have 50 points. It is 80 to 50. All right. All right. So your midpoint question category is, apparently you can count on a black quarterback. Ooh. Uh-oh. <laughs> so for those who have not heard the reference, just to let you know where this category came from, after week one of the NFL season, I think Deshaun Watson made like a boneheaded play at the end of the game that cost the Texans the game. And there was a a school superintendent who was on a Facebook group, and he made a comment saying that ultimately when the game's on the line, you can't count on a black quarterback. Oh, my God. And he thought it was a private group, and it was not. Yeah, he was brilliant. Yeah, and he subsequently retired about six days after he made the comment. Retired by force, I would hope. (laughs) Yeah, he resigned. Well, he had 42 years in, so he was probably retirement age anyway, but that kind of sped up his retirement You don't deserve to get to say I'm retired. Well, it's he's it says he resigned was the official thing, but yeah, so right, <laughs> yeah, all right. So, I have a list of seven retired black quarterbacks who, as of January 2019, are in the top 100 in passing yards. Okay, 
for four points each, name five of them, and I'll give you one bonus point for the additional two that you can name. Okay. You can't say Trevor Noah again, (laughs) (laughs) Bacon, bacon. When is this list as of? Uh, This month, January 2019. She's trying to figure out when Bacon Bacon retired. (laughs) (laughs) Bacon Bacon is popular, but I don't think he really has it in the numbers. Um, He is a flash in the pan. Uh, Oh, thank you. Thank you. That was so good. Wow. So good. That was good. Though. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> um, this is one of those frustrating ones where I know I know more, and it's just not coming to me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there's still one that's not coming to my brain that is really annoying that I can't think of it because of Peyton Manning. Walter Payton Manning is going to be the best quarterback no ever. He can run and throw. Hey. <laughs> throw the ball, run and catch it. He got Walter Payton Manning sounds like a fancy football team name. Right? That's solid. <laughs> That's probably where I'm making the connection. I'm thinking about Payton Manning. Okay, I think we are locked in. All right, Greg and Ken, you're locked in? Yes. All right. Yeah, Jennifer, we have, I think we have seven here. Let me just make sure. Do we want to go with though? Yeah, that's that's the question. But which two do you want to go? Bonus. I think we should go with uh, Kaepernick as a bonus because I don't know if he plays long enough because certain people won't let him play. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what about? One of the other four that you named Williams, Newton, Wilson, and Cunningham. Yeah, so I don't know how long Doug Williams played. So I might actually put him as a bonus and then go with Newton, Wilson, Cunningham, and Vic as the five. Right, that's four. Cam Newton. I'm sorry, let's do last names. Newton with Wilson, with Cunningham, Vic. You're right, that is four. Oh, McNair. and uh, and McNair as our five. And then Kaepernick and Williams as a bonus. Yeah. All right. Greg and Kenya. Okay. Uh, for our main answers, we said uh, Warren Moon, Steve oh, McNair. Oh, 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 sorry. Sorry. Well, we said Moon, <laughs> McNair, <laughs> Cunningham, McNabb, and Williams. And then for our bonus, we had Vic and Newton. Are you doing it where they get credit for the ones they named as their main answer and bonus for the bonus? I'm keeping them separate. Okay. So the five for the main and then the home right. separate. All right. So I did read the question twice, guys. Um, I'm looking for retired black quarterbacks. I asked him to repeat it <laughs> specifically when I somebody said, said Cam Newton. I said, Ben, I think you should read the question so again. Cam Newton and Russell Wilson are definitely in the top 100 in passing, but they're not retired. They're not retired. Yeah. So they were not oh. correct answers to this question. Well, All right. We only got it on one, so okay. <laughs> They the only black quarterbacks I know. Leave me alone. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Warren Moon. Know it was that many. Warren Moon is 10th all time. 
in passing. Uh, McNabb is 25th. Uh, then you have Steve McNair. Then just behind him is uh, Randall Cunningham. Uh, then further down, you have Dante Culpepper. Oh, uh, I forgot Dante. I had Dante. Y'all forgot him. Then uh, you have, as Jennifer calls him, the dog abuser, Michael Vick. <laughs> and then rounding out your top 100 is Jeff Blake. So Moon, McNabb, McNair, Cunningham, Culpepper, Vick, and Blake. Blake was the quarterback for the Bengals that played forever, throwing the ball to uh, Carl Pickens. I'm double checking Doug Williams. I know he's. I know he's. No, Williams only has sixteen thousand. Okay, he had net twenty. Yeah, he was a backup for a long time. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm just. I'm just proud of myself that I remembered Steve McNair. Oh, I am too. I don't know where that came from. I'm just so proud. I remembered. I was. I was writing down my own answers, and I looked up, and you guys had like McNair, who I had forgotten, and I was struggling. McNabb, and you guys were doing great. Oh, the rest of that was Greg. I'm just proud of McNair. <laughs> well, well, if you remember, I think Steve McNair went to, is it Alcorn State? Alcorn State, State. yep. So, yeah, maybe, maybe there's a connection with, you know, it's in the area near New Orleans-ish. They're the same area of the country, at least. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, All right, well, after the midpoint, it is 97 for Greg and Kenya to 62 for Jennifer and Todd. Your 12 playoff teams this year, five of them had black quarterbacks starting. How about that? So, finally got the breakthrough. Yeah, exactly. I can't believe I didn't pick up on that retired. Dude, just, y'all said Cam yeah. Newton. And I'm like, hey, Ben, <laughs> you need to read that question again. I I, I didn't hear it twice. <laughs> uh, I didn't hear it either. I guess I was, I was just so focused on trying to remember how many black quarterbacks there were to have that success. Yep. All right, that is the end of the first half. Before we go on to the second half of today's game, I want to let you know that we have a new sponsor here at Trivial Warfare. That's right, today's show is sponsored by Blinkist. I'm super excited about Blinkist because it solves a problem that I didn't even realize I had. I know I'm busy. I know you're busy. We don't have time to do almost anything now. You know, we're always rushing. We're always trying to fit things in through our busy schedules. And one of the things that I've done a lot less of in the last few years is read. I don't read for fun anymore. I don't read for education. I don't read. I don't have time. Blinkist solves that for me. Blinkist is an app. You download the app and it breaks down thousands of different nonfiction books into 15 minute blocks you can get the gist of a whole book all the main points in 15 minutes or less that's fantastic all of a sudden the first day i got access to it i went through six books i did it in about an hour six books i felt like a boss it's like plugging in and downloading information right into your brain So there's like 8 million people using it right now. It's going to blow up. If you haven't heard of it yet, you're going to have heard of it because it's going to be big. It's a great way to educate yourself. It's a great way to explore the world around you and to learn new things in bite-sized chunks. When you're sitting waiting in the doctor's office, when you're at home waiting for your significant other to get dressed and go to wherever you're going to go, you can get through a whole Blinkist book. One of the things that made me the most excited when I used it was the ability to switch between audio 
and text. So I started out by reading and I read the first blink or I, I read the first book in a series, they call them blinks, a series of pages. And the pages are about a page long and there's eight or nine or 10 of them. And that's the whole book. And I did the first one text. And then I decided I need to wash some dishes, but I liked the idea of the next book that I wanted to read. So I had already started it. And about halfway through, I said, let me switch to audio. It picked up the audio on the exact page I was on. And so I tested it out. I tried to play with it. And I found that no matter where I was in the, in the book, I could switch between the audio and the text and it would keep me in the right place. That's too cool. I mean, you're doing it when you're in your car, you're doing it when you're washing your dishes, when you're doing laundry, you're receiving whole books worth of information in 15 minutes. One of the first ones I did, because, you know, I love it so much, is How to Win Friends and Influence People. Dale Carnegie, you guys are familiar with that. I've talked about that before. One of the most important books in my life, and they summarize it in a series of blinks. And it's just, it's fantastic. You don't have to read the whole book if you don't have time. You can read the blinks. Uh, Another one that uh, I have a feeling a few of you might be interested in, uh, Michael Wolf, Fire and Fury. It's out there. In a series of blinks, you can get the whole gist of it. You don't have to get all the detail. You don't have to get all the extra. It gets you down to the key points, the most important things you need to take away and leaves you with an understanding of that information. So here's the deal. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash TWA to start your free seven-day trial. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash T-W-A to start your free seven-day trial. Guys, I'm telling you, once you've done your seven-day trial, I think you're going to sign up because it's awesome. It's one of the coolest apps on my phone. It's one of the ones I use the most right now. I'm I'm really digging it. Blinkist.com slash T-W-A. All right, let's get going with the second half of today's game. All right, so round four, question one. Uh, Speaking of senators, it is the U.S. Senate. Oh. All right. Hiram Revels became the first black U.S. senator. Within four years, in what year was he sworn in? Okay, we're locking in. All right. That's howdy, Jennifer. So I I think this is the probably going to be surprisingly old like happened longer ago than we might think i don't know why i think that i feel like i've maybe heard this before and then it's out of my mind as far as what the year is i'm i have no clue let's guess a a year if you don't if you don't have a clue either oh the question is really i mean because i've never heard of this gentleman yes a predominantly black. I went to a predominantly black school where they we had black history class, and I do not recall Hiram. You said Rebel, Rebel. What was Hi, his last name? Hiram Revels, R E V E L S. Rebels. So, do you want to go back to eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds? Um, maybe. Yeah, maybe eighteen hundreds, but obviously after. Um, well, maybe not obviously, but I would think obviously after Lincoln and Civil War and all that. I don't know. Do you want to go like 1892? <laughs> He's like, let me put these four numbers together. 
Unless that's crazy. No, 1800 sounds good. Um, let's kick it back a couple years, though. Um, <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm just saying. Um, how about 1888? How about that? <laughs> I'm just... Well, because 92, 84, that four-year range. So we'll still be in 92, but... Oh, because I had I'm it just, exactly. I'm just <laughs> trying to think of some logic. I don't know. No, I I, I don't I, even I, know who the man is. I'm just guessing. <laughs> I I still feel as if I owe you for that Martin Luther King uh, question. <laughs> so I'm going with you. you. Never go. Uh, I'm going to go with you. We're going to say 1888. All right. Okay. Well, um, something in my brain kind of went off when I heard this question, and I think it's during like the Reconstruction era, and the first thing that came to me was 1870, and that year just kind of locked in my brain. So um, Greg agreed, and we went with that. All right. Uh, Hiram Revels was sworn into the U.S. Senate in 1870. Whoa! Oh, right on the yeah. money! Good job. Very good. Kenya, wow. that's fantastic. Wow. She hit it on the year, okay? <laughs> I've been called a time witch before. I remember years. <laughs> wow. Well, okay. Oh. We're going to move right on to the second question. Yeah, I'm that. scared of all witches. Oh, move, just on, saying, move on. I'm scared. I'm, uh, As I sit over here drinking purple haze with I the voodoo doctor. I am uncomfortable <laughs> and nervous at the same time. Oh, <laughs> all right. Your second question, Ron, is in geography. 12 Years a Slave is an 1853 memoir by Solomon Northrup, who was kidnapped and sold to work on plantations in what state? Can you repeat the question? 12 Years a Slave is an 1853 memoir by Solomon Northrup, who was kidnapped and sold to work on plantations in what state? Okay. All right. uh, We're locked in. All right. So, Kantai, you know you're in trouble when your partner starts talking in emojis on the chat. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I didn't see 12 Years a Slave. And neither did I. Did not uh, read the book. Didn't read any reviews. <laughs> didn't, didn't, uh, didn't hear about it in the water cooler chat. I, Jennifer... I'm, I feel like I'm letting you down this this time you around. See my emoji, right? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but let's guess a state. <laughs> what sounds good to you? Well, you I'll go with Kentucky. So that was. I don't know why I said that. I don't want to expose my lack of historical knowledge. So we're going for no reason at all with Kentucky. All right. And Kenya and Greg? And we said Virginia. Correct answer. I'm very disappointed in Greg and Kenya. Oh, wow. Very disappointed. Because your answer is Louisiana. Oh. Very disappointed. Oh. So I have to ask. <laughs> Nolens. So, Jennifer, you put in a guess in chat, and then you put five flame emojis. And I'm just curious <laughs> what that means. Going down in flames. Oh. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to double check. That's amazing. I thought you got it. Well, Kentaga got and, and, and it. Apparently, but. I mean, like, 
I, I know a lot of things about my home state. I grew up in my home state. I don't know everything about my home state. And I've never read this, seen this. So, meh. Yeah. Yeah. You got, you got, yeah. I'm over it. She got 1870. That's all that matters. Okay. Your last question in this round is in literature. 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 The poem on the pulse of morning was written specifically for Bill Clinton's 1993 inauguration by what poet and author? Okay. So you want to lock in, Kentuck? Yeah, that's fine. Let's. Let's okay. lock in. We're going to lock in. All right. So, Cantata Jennifer locked in. All right. Well, um, we immediately came to one of what has to be, there's only two definitive answers for this. And, um, and Greg came up with uh, Toni Morrison. I came up with Maya Angelou. I feel like I have a little bit of thunder on Maya Angelou, but, you know, if if I'm wrong, I never said that. But, um, <laughs> but we're going to go with uh, Maya Angelou. Yeah, we also said Maya Angelou. Well, uh, this poet and author definitely knows why the caged bird sings. Her name is Maya Angelou. Nice job. All right. Woohoo. Score check. All right. At the end of the fourth round, teams have maintained their distance. Greg and Kenya have 117. Jennifer and Kantad have 82. 117 to 82. Your fifth round begins with a question in science. Science! Nice! (laughs) All right. The Mpemba effect, named after a Tanzanian student, explains what counterintuitive thermodynamic phenomenon which can be proven using any faucet and freezer? I'm locked in. Jonathan's locked in. We're locked in. All right, Greg and Ken, you're locked in. All right. I don't think we're going to go with my answer, Jennifer, which is it must be jelly because jam don't shake like that. (laughs) (laughs) I Uh, say it. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) This is science, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I like your answer. All right, I'm done. I'm Are we done? there? You got to What is that your answer? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> we're going. I, 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 if Jennifer is okay, we're going to go with her answer, <laughs> which is uh, hot. Hot water freezes faster than cold water. I like it. All right, so y'all locked in. Yeah, sure. Not with the jam and jelly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they're locked in. All right, Greg and Kenya. Okay, so the the closest we could come up with with uh, with the faucet and the freezer is the flash freezing effect. Like when you have like say a water bottle and it looks like it's fluid, but you can just kind of tap it, and then all of a sudden the the ice and the crystals just kind of ripple through it, and it like flash freezes. That's the best we could come up with given that scenario. So we locked in flash freezing. All right. So the Mpemba effect describes the effect when you have uh, a ice tray with cold water in it and an ice tray with hot water in it. And the hot water ice tray freezes more quickly than the cold water ice tray. Yep. Hot water freezes faster than cold. 
thermodynamics it is a phenom- it's easily I, proven actually, but i thought i heard this on y'all show so somebody didn't ask this question before not with that not like that they i didn't. don't i don't remember it we have never yeah. had a question yeah. about the amemba effect well yeah okay well I remember yeah, I my parents telling me this, and pro- I, I, it's easily proven, obviously, but scientists still don't have been able to prove why. There's a lot of theories out there around why, but they, no one has definitively been able to pinpoint what causes that to happen. It's pretty cool. Oh. I learned it the other day. Yep. Yeah, it was pretty hot, I guess, actually. Well, when you grow up in a poor neighborhood in Chicago, you be messing around with the ice tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have, we didn't have no ice fancy ice makers. <laughs> We had two ice makers in my house, oh. Benjamin and Ashanti. Those were the ice makers. <laughs> <laughs> they were also the oh, remote had, controls. Oh, they the were also control? the dishwashers. <laughs> two dishwashers, too. And the TV changer. That's right. Don't forget that. That's right. Yep. And you know that, that uh, wow. knob pop off? What happens when the knob pops off? Get the pliers. And get those pliers. <laughs> yep. Get those pliers. <laughs> oh, or when the TV breaks and you got the small TV on top of the TV. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My, yeah. my black F-150, mm-hmm. I had pliers in there for the last 10 years I had it because the knob on the on the headlights popped off, oh, and snap. I had to use pliers on the headlights every time for 10 years. <laughs> oh, my God. could have went to the junkyard for like a dollar and gotten that. <laughs> I know. It was the, like, it wasn't the, the knob that had the problem, the so it's like a cross, right? And it slips on the cross, right? Well, the one of the things on the cross had broken oh, off, so the you put a new off. knob, and it's just gonna slide off. Got it. Okay, yeah, so yeah. yeah, that was yeah, that's more that's more serious. Okay, your second question in this round is fun with flags. Ooh, thank you, doctor. Oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Our smart person's unhappy, Ben. Oh yeah. I see that. that flags are not my strong suit. I was just telling someone this the other day. I need to get better at flags. Mm, you, you, anyway, should have gotten better at flags. I know. <laughs> the design of South Africa's flag was changed in 1994 to coincide with the nation's general elections following Mandela's release. How many colors are in the South African flag? It is within so many. <laughs> no, there's no within. I know. Do we have a range? Okay. We need an exact yeah, we number. Range okay. Uh, we, we, with much um, dread and trepidation, lock in. <laughs> All right. They're locking in with trepidation. It's a new word. Dreadedation. 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 Yep. I'm like tired of having to talk it out because I feel like I'm making myself look like an idiot each time. <laughs> You can tell he's getting frustrated because the, the hood accent started to come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome to my world. I know that, that accent is getting deeper. Yeah. I'm like, he, I didn't he even dropped know. His, he dropped his corporate code switching like four questions ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I've done it without alcohol. Oh, there you go. Uh, Jennifer, I was guessing four. You were guessing six. Do you know six or do you want to say five? I know for sure um, one I'm not sure about because I noticed red wait a minute they did lock in right yes yes we're in. Okay. yes yeah it's red green black yellow and blue but I believe there's white in there also and I'm not sure I can see the, I can see it because my husband actually has this flag in the basement and I see it all the time. I'm sure about the first four colors is a red, black, green, and yellow. 
the blue and the white, I'm a little hesitant on, but I don't know. It sounds like you got more thunder than I do. So I'm just not sure about the white. That's the only color I'm a little hesitant on. Uh, let let's go with what you said. Let's go with six. We're locking in right, six. Locking in six. Greg and Kenya. And we said five. You said five. All right. Well, South African flag uh, starts out with a green Y shaped uh, shape on it. And that goes kind of all the way across the flag behind the top part of the Y. You've got a black triangle trimmed in gold. So you got green, black and gold on it. And then you've also got the top portion of the flag above the green is red. Bottom portion is blue. But the green Y is trimmed in white. So that is a total of six colors. Red, white, wow. blue, gold, green, wow. and black. So I missed. Did I say black? <laughs> I don't know what colors Sorry, you said, Greg. but you, you got, got it right. right. No. <laughs> yeah, so you, said, you said six. You said, five. you said black. Actually, it's a beautiful flag. It is. It, it, really it was did. designed to represent general African history. So the red, white, and blue were derived from the Union Jack, and the other colors were derived from the different independent flags of the um, the independent nations, the Afrikaners and the Boers that were there. That was a big get for you. That was the first question in that round? That was the second question in the round. What was the first question? Hot water freezes faster than cold. They got that one, too. Did they both get it? No. No. Oh, wow. This is a big round for Jennifer and Kantan. Yeah. They're charging. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Charging hard. I have uh, learned flags better on my list of homework to do uh, from this game. Nice. Right after watch my baby daddy it's video. Amazing. Oh, <laughs> he can tell you the wrestler by the tights, but he can't tell you the country by the flag. <laughs> yes, that's right. Indeed. Okay, your last question in the round is in sports. 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 Richard Petty is the undisputed king of NASCAR left turning his number 43 to the most cup wins ever. What black driver is now doing the left turns in the 43 car? Wow. <laughs> Three car, 43 car. I just recently learned this guy's black. Really? Mm -hmm. I don't know who it is. <laughs> you'll know you, when I say his name, you'll know it. It'll be familiar to you. Is it? Oh, um... <sighs> Sorry. I thought Greg was typing in an answer. <laughs> and then it comes up, it's like I have a stock car full of nothing. Can <laughs> Todd, I believe I know this one. <laughs> and, <it's a laughs> and he's bowing down. I, I'm just saying, now. I'm not making your old promises. I just well, type it I in. Let him, see, let him see what you're thinking. Yeah, stock car full of nothing. That's that's brilliant. That's that's yeah. a, that's a that's, show title. That's, I mean. that's, yeah, that's, I think that's, that's a just great a, title. Yes. I, I personally like hurt hurt better, but I will I will concede that. Yes. Uh, do you want to lock that in, Jennifer? Yeah, we can I, lock it in. I have no idea. So all right, so all right, we're so locked. You're in. locked in. So Greg and Kenya, you can uh, drive your car full of nothing. Yeah. Yeah, we get to talk out loud about how little we know. Nope. Uh, I, I mean, this is obvious, but I know that there is a relatively famous black NASCAR driver. I have no idea what his name is. You know more than me now okay. because I did not know that, like at all. Let's see, I mean, I I can't even place it anywhere. Um, I mean, my initial thought would be 
a Lucky Johnson, but I don't know. <laughs> Not in that way, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, what have I done? Uh, I don't know. Johnsons um, can be lucky sometimes. <laughs> I think we've lost Jennifer. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? Um, the, the thing is, I thought I was going to say something really intelligent just then. Um, and <laughs> and no, I've, just, I've got so much nothing. It's not even funny. <laughs> no, I haven't seen NASCAR in forever. Now I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of the the really famous ones. I'm wondering, are any of them black? And I just didn't realize that. Um, well, Dale like, Earnhardt's not black. Jeff Gordon's not black. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy Pettis- Johnson isn't. Well, he could be Lucky Johnson. I don't know. <laughs> um, Man, if y'all gonna name all the NASCAR drivers aren't black, y'all gonna be here a while. <laughs> it's like naming all the U.S. presidents. That's all the presidents black. aren't black. <laughs> well, no, that's a much shorter list. Yeah, <laughs> that's only like forty something. Um, uh, oh my god! There's like Kyle Bush and Kurt Bush. They're they're no, they're not black. Um, <laughs> I don't Y'all are seriously going to do this? I, I know. The, okay. I know the name Kieslowski, but it's only because I met him once. But he's not black. This is not going to get us anywhere. <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm inclined to just say Johnson and put ourselves out of our misery. That sounds good. All right, uh, we're locking in with Johnson. <laughs> All right, Jennifer and Contact. Uh, I'll let you say it, Jennifer, because you're the brain for uh, our team this week. Well, uh, there's a story behind this. Um, this summer, we. My, we they sent some of us for work down to uh, Texas, down to Dallas, and one of my coworkers wanted to go to the NASCAR place down there, and of course I was the only black person in the group, so the two guy felt it was important to point <laughs> out <laughs> this African American NASCAR race, and I hope I'm, this is the right person because I I kind of paid attention to it, but I didn't. Uh, but I believe the last name is uh, Scott Johnson versus Scott Johnson versus Scott. <laughs> so we, um, when we saw your chat, we did take the liberty of looking up Wendell Scott. Uh, Jonathan did. Uh, I didn't know who he was, but he was actually the first black driver to win the highest level of now, uh, uh, win a race at the what is now known as a Cup Series. So that wasn't a terrible guess. However, we are oh. looking for the current driver of the number 43 car, who is Bubba Wallace. Bubba oh. Wallace. Bubba Wallace. Mm. Of course. Wendell Scott died in 1990. Yep. And he looks oh, eerily yeah. like John C. Riley. He looks just like John C. <laughs> Riley. Yes. I mean, Dead a ringers. lot oh, wow. like John C. Riley. Dead ringer. And Bubba Wallace is apparently up. a handsome guy. He's, he's a, a good looking guy. He's a bit yeah. of a looker. I remember. Them mentioning that name too. That's why I kind of went back and forth, but I wasn't sure. Mm. So, okay, it, it was good. I, it was good. I, I liked it. It was better than it was better than nothing. I mean, you're. I, 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 I take I take a tiny bit of solace in that we didn't get completely swept in the round, though we got <laughs> nothing right. But <laughs> you know, I, when an African American family decides to name their child Bubba, I gotta wonder if they're influenced by for by Forrest Gump. Could have been. Well, his dad was white. I gotta so. save Bubba. There's <laughs> all kinds of ways you can make shrimp. Ball shrimp. I was shrimp thinking of uh, yeah, all kinds of Sanford ways. Sanford and Son. 
Shrimp Creole, shrimp etouffee, fried etouffee. shrimp, bull trip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. After the fifth round. I think he's going back to Louisiana. <laughs> After the fifth round, this is tighter now. It is 117 to 102. Ooh. Jennifer and Contad is a 102. You guys have a chance. Yeah. All right. So coming up Ooh. on your last round. First question is history. History. And your question is simply, who was the first African-American to win a Nobel Peace Prize? Mm. Hmm. Greg. <laughs> Greg is really good at putting pressure on his teammate. He really is. For you guys listening, we, we have chat channels up for these folks so that we can see them chat since they're all in different places. And so it's interesting to see the teams communicate with each other. Okay. We're locked in. All right. Come to Jennifer. I have no idea. I'm trying to think if it could be somebody before Dr. King. And I feel like it probably is, but Jennifer, do you want to go with Martin Luther King Jr. As our guest? Because it is a guess. I have no thunder. I don't either. He's the only one that I am aware of. Um, trying to think if there anyone else before him. Dr. King would be too obvious, so I'm going to use game theory, and I would not think that that would be the answer because it's too obvious. Every you know That would be the first thing that comes to people's minds. So it has to be somebody before him. I just don't know who. Or is it reverse game theory because you think, oh, that's too obvious, so people will talk themselves out of it. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> I did think but, I did. Du Bois did come up in my head, but I, I, I don't think, I don't think that's right. Do you remember when they started giving out the uh, please. award? Please. Yeah. <laughs> you said please. I almost said something else. Please. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd have to send. Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. If it was just us, maybe you could do that, but yeah. <laughs> that would have been a hilarious moment, though. <laughs> we would have laughed forever. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, let's just, yeah, let's just say Martin Luther King Jr. and, and, and then listen to what the answer is. <laughs> just want to say, King. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you're going to lock in with that, I require you to pronounce it correctly. Smart Martin Luther the King. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Are you sure you don't want to go with John? <laughs> John, John King. John King, John King Jr. <laughs> All right. Greg and Kenya. Okay. So this is gonna turn out horribly if I'm wrong, but this is what I think happened. So a few days ago I was listening to the old shows that were done, um, you know, the the, the past uh, black history shows. And there was a question on there about Ralph Ellison. And when I looked up Ralph Ellison, because, you know, I look up and I try to research and get some facts stuck in my head. um, I accidentally typed in Ralph Bunch. And so then I was reading the biography on Ralph Bunch. And I want to say that it said that he won in 1950 for the Arab-Israeli peace talks. I think that's what I read. Hopefully my brain is not making up all of this. But if that's the case, then uh, in, in, uh, what it boils down to is we answered 
Ralph Bunch, hopefully correct. All right. Uh, so this person did win the Nobel Peace Prize in 1950 for mediating the Arab Jewish conflict. And his name is Ralph Bunch. Great. Wow. Very good. Very good. When you wrote it down, I looked it up. I'm like, I've never heard of this person. Boom. Yeah. Right answer. <laughs> I never heard of him either. Fantastic. And I mean, I only stumbled on him because of listening to that previous question about Ralph Ellison. It was was just a lucky journey, I guess. You did great. Nice. All right. Your second question in the round is a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Oh, I don't know. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) It's been going okay okay for me. Thank you for spoiling the whole catch of the United Negro College Fund. That's just their tagline or whatever. Oh, that's all? <laughs> yeah, that's just that's all. Yeah. Lou Rawls would slap you like Rick James did. Like the five fingers? <laughs> yep, yep. You get a Rick James slap for that. Oh, Lou my Rawls. goodness. All right, Rick, I'm sorry. <laughs> As of August 2018, what MEAC school leads all HBCUs in student enrollment with over 11,000? And by MEAC, that is the Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference. (laughs) (laughs) So good, man. Uh, I hope y'all are not laughing at me. Nope. I'm laughing at year-old jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're locked in. All right. Jennifer and Contat. All right. So, it's not Hellman. (laughs) (laughs) You don't think Denise had anything to do with this? Dwayne. I don't. Dwayne. I don't have a good guess. Tuskegee's coming to mind. Mississippi State, or is it Mississippi Valley State is coming to mind? But that's only coming to mind because I think Jerry Rice went there, which has nothing to do with the question. And I read this list of schools, and but that was last year, and I, none of them are coming to mind. And I don't know. It. Go ahead. Don't know. No <laughs> she adjusted her microphone <laughs> so we could hear her, and then said, "I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Tuskegee is popping into my head. Tuskegee Institute. This this may not even be a college, but this is what's popping into my head. That's the only thing that's popping in my head right now. The only thing is otherwise empty. You can go with Tuskegee. I mean, I'm. I never heard of Tuskegee." Have to do with athletics, so I'm assuming this is a athletic college that we're that that he's asking about. That makes that makes sense. So I don't know if I want to say that either. Um, But I mean, I like Mississippi better than than um, Tuskegee. Um, Yeah, there's. I just don't remember the specific name of the school. Mississippi. I want to add Valley. Old Miss, uh, something like that. I don't know. Oh, oh yeah, Old Miss. But I don't know. Is that a historically black college or university? <laughs> you keep asking me. Uh, I don't think so. I, I think we need to just say something and take our zero. Um, <laughs> you want to go back to Tuskegee then? No, I like Mississippi State. Okay. That sounds like something. Are we going to lock in? Yeah, let's go with that. Mississippi State. All right. Locked in. All right. Greg, can you? I'm pretty sure Mississippi Valley State is in the the SWAC and not the MEAC. Um, I guess those are the two big HBCU 
school conferences. So with the MEAC, I was thinking of UMES and maybe North Carolina A&T, but I, we, we settled on Florida A&M. All right. So, yeah, Mississippi Valley State isn't a swack. If you've listened to the show, I think I've mentioned on here that I did attend Florida A&M for three years before I flunked out. And I didn't quit school. They kicked me out. So I just like to point that out because I'm not a quitter. And when I went there, <laughs> the enrollment was over 12,000. I think it was number one back in the 90s when I was there. But it has uh, declined since then. And now the HBCU that leads enrollment is indeed North Carolina A&T. Oh. oh. Wow. Everybody's like, oh. Uh... <laughs> so nobody got it right. <laughs> back missing that. Not one iota. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Ben's like, I guess I made that a little bit hard. I guess. <laughs> I feel like I don't, I, I haven't had anything since slap. <laughs> <laughs> it knocked all the brains out of you. <laughs> All right. Five pickets face. That's right. Okay. Your last question before the final question is in geography. Geography. All right. (laughs) What white abolitionists led revolts during the bleeding Kansas skirmishes before being executed following an unsuccessful slave revolt at Harper's Ferry? Locked in. Sorry, I didn't even ask my partner. It's okay. It's okay. Well, he had shifted the pressure to you before you even started typing. So <laughs> that's right. true. So they're locked in. Uh, Kantad and Jennifer. Partner, partner, partner. You got my back. Yeah, Kansas. This one. <laughs> excuse me. You saved me. Excuse me. I'm trying to think of a name <laughs> because that's that's what the question requires for an answer. That is deep. <laughs> yeah, that was. It's great game theory. Mm-hmm. How many? How many white abolitionist names do you know? <laughs> really? That's his teammate laughing at him, about- folks. <laughs> his own teammate laughing. Uh, how about none. <laughs> I even. I even feel like I heard this before. This is not my day. I was gonna study up. Before I played, and instead I was wasting my time playing video games. And I wish I took that time to study up. Um, I can't help you on this we one. Wasting <laughs> away again and read that tradition. <laughs> <laughs> you want to just lock in something? Because this is getting dragged out for nothing. <laughs> How about uh, Marshall? The last name Marshall. Okay. Sounds like Good. most times. We'll All lock right, in yeah. with Marshall. All right. So this is just part of that set of like black history factoids that got stuck in my brain once upon a time. But I think we both kind of knew it at the same time. We're going to lock in with Brown. I'm pretty sure it's John Brown at Harper's Ferry, West Virginia. But we're going to say Brown. So uh, Malcolm X was once asked by a white reporter if uh, if white people who were down with the cause would be welcomed into the nation of Islam. And he said, we're, we're not going to have any white people in the nation of Islam. But if John Brown were still alive, we might invite him in. The correct answer is John Brown. <laughs> John <Wow>. Brown. <laughs> All right. What can Brown All do right. for you? The most generic name in history. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> there is a uh, current NFL football player named John Brown. Oh, yeah. He's big time. Oh. His, his nickname 
is Smokey. <laughs> Smokey Brown. Smokey Brown. Okay. And, and and by the way, just I feel like this is my one chance to say it. Jim Brown, greatest of all time. Yes. Don't care what anybody yes. says. Without a doubt. <laughs> Without a doubt. Yeah. It, that, the whole Jim Brown, Jerry Rice, I've had that argument many times with many people. At the- Jerry Rice is my favorite player, but uh, I would have would still go with Jim Brown. Yeah, I love Jerry Rice. He's he's like Mr. Personality, but at the end of the sixth round. 137 for Greg and Kenya to 102 for Jennifer and Con Todd. 137 to 102. At least we didn't okay. get swept. So. <laughs> oh no, that wasn't gonna happen. It's still very much in the game. It's, it's still a it's still anybody's game for sure. You know, Jennifer though, like after question one, she's like, it's over. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> like, that's just the way she is. Did you not see the flames? <laughs> <laughs> she said, oh, yeah. You forgot All right. about the flames. I forgot. I forgot just that fast. It was awesome. Okay. Your category for the gauntlet is the color purple. Uh, we're locked in with our wager. All right. Thank you. All right. We're locked in. Okay. So we got both wagers locked in. So here's your first question from the category, the color purple. The album Purple Rain indirectly led to the creation of parental advisory stickers when the daughter of what future second lady was caught singing along to the hypersexual darling Nikki. If Jennifer is okay with this, we can lock that one in. So y'all so Kentad and Jennifer, are y'all locked in? Uh yes, we're locked in. Okay. All right. I um we can lock in. Okay. All right. Here's your second question. From 1991 to 2001, David Joyner never showed his face, but still managed to be a worldwide phenomenon as what children's character? I like that. Okay, we can lock in. All right, we're locked in. All right. Jennifer, I think we both have the same guess, which is Barney, the dinosaur. Um, Is there anything, anybody else that you want to put out there? I mean, keeping in mind with the category name, I'm just trying to think if there's any other purple characters. I missed. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember no. the last time, no. the last time I was clean shaven. And this is, this is about my African-American friend, so okay. it fits this story. All right. <laughs> Actually, he was my employee at the time. Mm-hmm. And I walked in clean shaven to work for the first time in years and years and years. And he just started laughing at me, just like, just like falling on the floor laughing. And finally, when he got the words out, he said, you look like Grimace from Ronald McDonald. (laughs) That was like 15 years ago. I have not shaved since. (laughs) You were so, you hurt your feelings that bad. I have never shaved again. Um, so I, I had a similar experience when I went clean shaven for the first time, but it was far more crude a comparison that was made for my Uh-oh. face. Oh, it was it was bad. Oh, yeah, it was bad. No, I, I, get, I, I can guess. so bad that I could risk offending some of the people that are sitting here. Wow, right now. it was that bad. <laughs> you have to type type it in. I want to know now. Oh, she's curious. <laughs> she's like, curious. I want to be offended. Because if it's that bad, it's going to offend. I, I want to know. <laughs> yeah, it was it was an anatomical reference. Well, I mean, based on what your face looks like, I can guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my>. Really? 
I'm just teasing. Our them. answer is let's just say it, 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 gives a, it gave a new definition of peach fuzz. Let's yep. just put it that way. For sure. <laughs> oh my god! Right, so y'all Thanos, Thanos also has the, the show problem. has gone <laughs> blue. Yeah. So we're we're locked in, right, Jennifer? Yeah. All right, so y'all both locked <laughs> yeah, um, in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's your last question in the gauntlet. To this day, Ben's mom despises Danny Glover for his role as Mister in The Color Purple. What was Mister's first name? Oh, oh, dang! I was good until this question. I got to think of it. Oh man, what's his name? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We all know we what should post. We should post that somehow. We need to put that on the tr- the page or something. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> See, that's not fair, Kenton. We didn't left out of the joke. <laughs> that's okay. Shit, they might be that's talking okay. about you. You never know. You, you could be part hey, of the joke. Hey, hey, hey. about y'all. All right. I don't think I've given it away, but his name was not Kentad. All right. <laughs> or Hoopachu. <laughs> or Hoopachu. <laughs> How long, when kids would like ask you what your middle name was, how hard would you fight not to share it with them? Uh, I was stupid. I shared oh, man. anytime somebody was uh, interested. I don't, I mean, that's not stupid. It's your name. Right. You know, it's oh, just, yeah. True. But then just after the first couple of times, like, they looked at him. Like immediately after you said that, they had to look at you like. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't. I mean, nobody that was mean to me really ever asked, so oh. I probably wouldn't have shared it with somebody okay. that I thought would have been. I got you. I mean, I got picked on for being Eugene, for God's sake, so I can only imagine. I was Herbert. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got. Why do bit. all of our oh. middle names have to suck, dude? I don't know. That's why I try to give Alexis Brielle, okay. you know? So, <laughs> so I actually have a, a quick story on mine. Ooh, all right. My middle name comes from well my whole name really comes from Gladys Knight because um until my mom's like this huge Gladys Knight like super fan has always been and right before I was born like my name was going to be Gladys that was going to be my bona fide name Gladys Knight's name is Gladys Maria Knight and so my name was going to be Gladys Maria Knight and I'm sorry Gladys Maria Hitchens (laughs) and so um and so my cousin was like oh well you know there are no babies being born with the name Gladys it's kind of an older name maybe think of something else and so Gladys Knight's daughter's name is Kenya so my first name is Kenya after Gladys Knight's daughter and my middle name is Maria after Gladys Knight (laughs) Maria's a great middle name yeah, I'd take Maria. Yeah, cool. Well, it'd be a little weird for you, but okay. I think so. <laughs> it's better than Eugene. I work. There's a, there's a VP in my job named Tracy. As a guy, so all the Tracys are like, "Hey, I'm just saying, <laughs> just, it happens." All right, did y'all both lock in? Did we have? I think no, nope. nope, half of them. <laughs> Jennifer, are we? We're good, right? Yeah, we're good. Okay, we're locked in. All right, we're we're trying to settle. <sighs> I'm fine with that. What your last one was? Fine, <laughs> fine. I give. Uh, I give. We're we're locked in. <laughs> Hold on. Let me make sure we're locked in. Okay, we're locked in. All right. So I'm going to read the questions back. You reveal your answers. Uh, Purple Rain led indirectly to the creation of parental advisory stickers. When the daughter of what future second lady was caught singing along to Darling Nikki? So uh, Jennifer and Cantat. I know for a fact that this was Tipper Gore. Um, I, my quick story, real quick, is I was 
at a talk show in San Francisco and she was on and this was I was 14 years old and uh, we got the chance to ask questions and this was the subject. And I said, uh, Tipper, don't you think that by putting well, I didn't say Tipper, but I said, don't you think by putting labels on albums, we're going to uh, encourage kids that might be more curious to look at albums that they wouldn't have even thought to look at before. And um, she sort of dismissed me and said something like, frankly, I give kids more intelligence than that. So I was, I, I even when uh, she was just the second lady, I just didn't like her since that because she kind of rolled her head at me. So yeah, she I just kind of dismissed you. Yeah, she just, she irritated me. But anyway, yes, typical. Yeah, now, you know what? That's interesting because she would look in the eyes of a teenage kid when you're asking a question about what teenage kids' tendencies are and dismiss you as if you wouldn't mm-hmm. be a better reference for what a teenage kid's tendency is. That's yeah. really exactly. stupid. And if they, if they were, if if her statement was true, if that was something that you could think more highly of them, then why are you putting it there in the first place? Exactly. Hypocrite. Yep. Exactly. all right so greg and kenya what did you say uh we also said tipper gore um i don't have i I wasn't on a talk show (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i I remember a few rappers going after tipper gore because of that so uh, yeah it was it was tipper gore all right all right i don't even remember all of this I kind of remember this. I just didn't remember that specific exchange, but I kind of remember like Tupac even had a song. He was dissing, um, uh, let's say, Bill Clinton, Mr. Bob Dole. You too old to understand the way the game goes. Something like that. I think, was that uh, How Do You Want It? Yeah, that was How Do You Want It. Okay, all right. (laughs) Why wasn't that a question? I don't know. We had no Tupac questions. I have to go back and listen to that song to figure out how they came, how he got to that point on that song specifically. Because it's not like Brenda's got a baby or something that was like, you know, something where he was like talking about the culture. Okay. So y'all both locked in with that. All right. Second question. From 91 to 2001, David Joyner never showed his face, but still managed to be a worldwide phenomenon as what cartoon or what children's character. So Kantad and Jennifer, what did you say? We said Barney. All right. And Greg and Kenya? We said Barney, the big purple dinosaur, Barney. <laughs> All right. Third question. Uh, Ben's mom hates Danny Glover because he was Mr. What was Mr.'s first name? Kantad and Jennifer? I have the same feelings about that character. And it really made it hard for me to watch him in any other movie, especially Lethal Weapon, which is my one of my top 10 favorite movies. Yes, <laughs> Lethal Weapon. <laughs> I like that for but he said his first name was um, Albert. 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 All right. And Greg and Kenya? And our logic, uh, strangely enough, was very similar to that. We knew that he played Roger Murdoch in Lethal Weapon, so we said his name must always be Roger, and we called him Roger. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. Okay. So let's go. It's going to come down to question three. Yep. <laughs> the second lady we're looking for with the Purple Rain album is Tupper Gore. Uh, for 10 years, uh, David Joyner did, in fact, play Barney. And Mr.'s first name, the color purple, was Albert. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. oh my goodness. Oh, no. All right. It's going to be about the wagers. Let's start with. Let's start 
with Kenya and Greg. Kenya and Greg, you were going into the gauntlet with 137 points. What did you wager? So we were thinking we had a 35-point difference going in. If we get it wrong, they would have to get it all right to win if we wagered 34. And you did wager 34, so you finished with 103 points. Before we find out what they wagered, it's currently 103 to 102. If they bet zero, you will have won. Let's see what they bet. Jennifer and Contad, you had 102. What did you wager? Jennifer? He wagered 36. 36 points with a final score of 138 to 103 jennifer and contad are our repeat champions wow, in the black history amazing. month episode congratulations oh wait no i need to give them a slow clap oh my god they won. i mean they can't believe that so i just have to ask so jennifer how did you how did you come up with albert because i was not i thought that was going to stop everybody how did you come up with that i i knew it i just i knew it oh, okay. <laughs> and i think in the movie Chuck called him Albert when they when they met. That's yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I believe that. How how old were you when you saw that movie, Jennifer? <laughs> <laughs> the reason I ask is like for for a lot okay. of us, it's like looking back at at when you were a kid. Yeah, I was in elementary school, right? But if she was in her like late teens or twenties, that could be like a seminal right. memory experience. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, you gotta remember too. You know what I said about Lethal Weapon, and then him playing in that movie. Yeah. So, yeah, and it, it really, I really did have a hard time respecting him as an actor, even though I knew it was just a movie. But yeah, I, I, and that's the thing. I don't even remember the gravity of it, just because I was like a little kid yep. when when the Color Purple came out, and I need to rewatch it honestly because um, I think there's just so much that either went over my head or that just I. I didn't quite get the way it was uh, that it was meant for me to get it because I was just too young. Mm-hmm. My my fa- fondest memory of that movie is when uh, the character of Suge first walked in, <laughs> looked at Whoopi Goldberg, and just said, "You show is ugly." <laughs> Indeed. Yes, as a kid, I remember that quite well. <laughs> I, I seen the movie and I seen the play too. So it, see, I, I got whoopings I, as oh, a wow. kid. So I, I was trying to figure out why is it that I didn't appropriate the viciousness of him beating her. And I think part of it has to do with, first of all, as a child, you don't understand domestic violence when you're seven. Uh, spanking is But also spanking same, right? is like, okay, well, my mom hits me all the time. So I, right. is, I don't, yeah, so I could, yeah, that makes sense. Wow. So that was, that was the big, I mean, you guys, the game was going and Greg and Kenya <laughs> seemed like they had it on lockdown. And you guys uh-huh. pulled it out at the end. I'm so freaking excited for y'all to win that <laughs> game. Just it was that was dramatic. That was really great. And, and the really thing was. about it is that our wager actually was good in the sense yeah. that basically the only way for them, based on their wager too, it's like if we would have both gotten it right, we would have won. Yep. If we would have yep. both lost, we would have yep. won. Um, but we, you know, but they got that crucial last question right and that's what did it you played it a hundred percent right well done all right guys well let's do uh let's jump into any kind of shout outs that you want to do or causes that you want to promote you want to say hi to anybody now's the time so greg we'll start with you my friend uh well first i just want to say thank you for having me on this is it was a fun experience the result notwithstanding as far as a shout out i'll just say hi mom besides that just you know 
I guess a, a general let's all be nice to each other sort of thing. It, the, the world is a little tense right now, as it's been for a while. But it's just, you know, if you all could just be a little bit nicer to each other, I think we'll be all right. I like that. What's your mom's name? Mildred. Hi, Mildred. Shout out from us, too. That's that's such a like a great black Bob name, Mildred. That's just Gretchen. That was a good, good black mom. How do you names. think she felt about it when she was like 20 years old, though? Well, half their half her class was named Mildred too. So, <laughs> Betty, Mildred, Gretchen, Gladys. There's only like there's, there's only eight black female names that were born before 1960. It's not it's not like there's a big diversity. That's <laughs> uh, funny. Sally, Contad, your turn. First, I I just want to thank Kenya and Greg because man, I that one wow, and and also my 1870. I'm yeah, sorry, I can't let that one. <laughs> And also to uh, and also to my partner who carried me through the day, uh, Jennifer. I really appreciate that. I had so much fun today, you guys. I also want to thank and shout out the Trivial Warfare Army. The community on Facebook is just great, and uh, I've made some friends through there. It's I really appreciate it, and uh, was so excited to to meet up with with you guys in Boston. And I'm looking forward to. Uh, going to Vegas uh, to try Geek Bowl again. Shout out to uh, Gary Middleton for his puzzles in that group and uh, one of my teammates from for this year Fantastic. in Vegas again. Love it. Very cool. All right, Jennifer. Well, I just want to say um, thank you all for having me back on the show again. I really appreciate it. And I ain't going to lie, this game was a lot harder than last year. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what I was expecting, but I'm glad I did kind of study up a little bit and i have to say i am very jealous about y'all going to vegas because especially so early because we're, we're supposed to be going later in the year and it would have been so nice if i could have had a chance to meet y'all in person well so speaking uh, of vegas later in the year the entire trivial warfare team here is going to be there in august for trivia nationals so oh yeah we're going to have a lot of people come down for Trivia Nationals. We're hoping to see everybody there. We're going to be doing a live show in front of a studio audience for the first time ever at Trivia Nationals in Vegas in October uh, in August. Yep. Hopefully it'll be the week I'll be there. Maybe. <laughs> but I have to agree with Ken Todd. I, I do appreciate the Trivia Warfare family. I don't get on Facebook as much as I used to anymore, but it does help a lot, with, especially when you're trying to answer those trivia questions. And the, the funny part is I just saw an ad here in Wichita. They're looking for a trivia host. And I think, I think it, they opened up a new bar here. Ooh. And so I actually applied for the yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope you get it. That would be awesome. Because it's part time. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, Kenya, your turn. Well, I just want to say hello to all of my um, geeky and nerdy friends. I, I have a wide network of people who are either in Mensa or otherwise kind of like either high IQ or geek or whatever. And so just to say hi to all those guys. Hi, mom. Um, <laughs> and to you know, my family in New Orleans and in Houston. Also, I do want to do a quick plug for my band locally. I am the vocalist and lead singer of a classic rock band Ooh, wow. um, yes. called uh, Whiskey Moon. <laughs> Whiskey Moon, Whiskey with an E. And you can find us on Facebook at Whiskey Moon STL. So W 
H-I-S-K-E-Y-M-O-O-N on, um, on Facebook. And we're currently working, uh, working on booking um, some gigs out for 2019. When the weather gets a little uh, better, hopefully you'll see a little more of us. So, um, so that's kind of like my side passion. But other than that, just, you know, if you're local, hopefully you come out and see us sometime. I think that's about it. That's very exciting. You might possibly be the only black female lead of a classic rock band. That, that's, <laughs> you're probably the only one. The only wait, wait, what about one? the black? I don't uh, think I'm the black keys. No, not the black keys. Who are the one there's Isn't there one right now, like a popular one. Well, uh, there's 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 fits in the tantrums, which is not really rock. They're kind of this fusion, but they're, but th- that's a black lead singer along with a yeah. white male lead singer. But uh, I don't know who you're thinking of, but they exist. Yeah, darn right it's they just, do. I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> okay. question. <laughs> I'm not, a, yeah, I'm not exactly a classic rock expert either. So there's that. I mean, there's just I love music. I love all different types of music. Well, maybe not country, but um, but but I love music, and so it's just it's it's just a way to kind of broaden my exposure, and and you know, and and I love it, I love it, I love the guys I sing with. So very yeah. cool, Whiskey Moon, Whiskey Moon, love, love it. Yes. All right, well, that is going to wrap up our third annual Black History Month episode. Thank you all so much for coming on, for Greg and Contad and Jennifer and Kenya and. Ben, once again, great job, my man. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm Jonathan, and this has been another episode of Trivial Warfare, where it's not just trivia, it's war. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Trivial Warfare. To learn more about the show and become a warhead yourself, visit TrivialWarfare.com. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes or in any other good podcast app. And find us on Facebook or Twitter by searching Trivial Warfare. Warm It Up was written and performed by Matthew Stevens. This episode was edited and produced by me, Joel Sharpton. If you need help with your podcast, find it at propodcastingservices.com. Sorry, dude. I didn't want to bring... I mean, I know we're really good looking, so... Yep, especially me. Yeah, I know you want to see us. Oh, that's okay. I just didn't want to. I got my legs out today and everything. Got his legs out. Yep, they are feet ashy. They're uh, <laughs> Isaac Hayes, Harry. But oh uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, children. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> They're short though, so there's not a lot. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, twenty nine is missing. It'll be hard to find. People. All right, go ahead and take us into the game, dude. All right. You know, thanks. To, I'm trying not to stretch my arm too much. That's why I'm leaning forward when you can't see me. I was wondering what the gymnastics were all about, but yeah. Well, I hurt my shoulder yesterday. Oh. Oh. And I had an appointment for a massage, but I had to move it back because somebody had to eat lunch. Oh, my God. They're still demanding. Shame. Man, they don't have DoorDash and Uber Eats in Wichita? No, they don't have DoorDash in Wichita. Come on. They don't have anything in Wichita. <laughs> they got to have at least an Uber Eats. It's a, it's a, I'm it's a, I'm just going it's to a according, college town. According, according to Jennifer, they don't even have stoplights. Jennifer, <laughs> 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 there's too old for your own establishment. They have cobblestone streets. They're still a horse and buggy. No, you live in a one-horse town. Right. One horse is outside my house. One horse town. She's like, that horse is a nag.
Player. Round oh, one, question one. No, you're good. You're good. I, I try not to overkill it because I, I wanted to. Preserve. This should have been the episode that we had Chris do the thing for players. Let me see if I can get a draw. <laughs> Let me see if I can record it. Get him to okay. record that on time. <laughs> that, that, oh for him to do on the Black <laughs> History episode. For him to come in like players. <laughs> it would make everybody that laugh. Would that would be great. Actually, you would just need that players. <laughs> That's it. Okay. I switched the question at the last minute. My first question, I was gonna actually going to lead off with a question about uh, Cam Newton. And that was going to be, the title was apparently you can't count on a black quarterback because I wanted to ask about Cam Newton. And then I was going to call this one, Cam Newton is a whippersnapper. That's why I was telling you about the, the whippersnapper. And then t- talking about retired black quarterbacks. So I guess had I done that, it would have helped you guys, but I didn't. <laughs> but Whoa. listening, listening would have also helped. I <laughs> <laughs> got beer in his yes. mouth, it's going to come out. <laughs> Speaking of dead football players, uh, I was talking to Pete Alexa last night. We were playing together. He came and visited, and uh, we were talking about this and that, and one of the things that came up was um, football conversations, and I told him that we had accidentally predicted the death of Fred Lane. Mm. Like the, We used to make crass statements in a lot of our jokes, and so like at a fantasy football draft, somebody had drafted Fred Lane. And the joke had come up. It was like, man, isn't he dead? How are you going to draft a dead guy? He wasn't dead at the time. He was oh. He was perfectly healthy. He died a week later. Oh, oh man. Ah. It's like, oh, no. I didn't know he had that kind of power. What, what they think we were talking about like night training, like an older No, player. no, no. We were just we would pick on people making bad draft picks. Oh. Gotcha. So you make them feel bad by saying like that person's not even playing anymore. Gotcha. Okay. So it's just an expansion of that. Gotcha. It's kinda of like uh inside the NBA is who he played for. Like what what are you doing? Man? Exactly. <laughs> gotcha. Exactly. Okay. All right. It's like that helped nobody. Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> Jennifer has a lovely window. Mm-hmm. We were we were making a joke because all we ever see is your window you you, when you start typing your head goes all the way off the screen Uh, i guess she's really good at throwing out in your windows Uh, uh, (laughs) uh, uh. no you've been throwing bad jokes all day man i know my bad jokes are funny dude (laughs) that was funny oh man Oh my goodness. Oh my God. <laughs> the murderer's at the door. <laughs> it's the postman. Why does he knock on the door? Like the police. Right, wait a minute, Mr. Is he scared somebody's gonna steal your mail? That was a that was a five knock police knock right there. That was a No. Yeah. That was the five. The five is not a good sign. Well, oh, because that means it's the five oh. That's right. 